So technically, I've got three people in my life that call me daddy, if you include me calling me daddy. Okay. Are you, is this a, is this a, a plea? Because I'm definitely not going to start I don't want you to daddy. call me daddy. No, that'd be weird, okay. dude. I'm just making sure. Because go, our, our relationship would be just different uh, if you ever called me daddy. Yes. You can call me Papa Bear. Uh, I don't know. Or Big Papa. I I don't know. You know, like in a joking manner, we're buds. Hey, Big Papa, what's going on? Okay, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, and never, don't ever call me that in earnest. That would be weird. This week, we'll tackle a couple of listener questions and some clarification for a prior question. We'll deep dive into perfect balance and what that means and how hard it is. We'll also discuss our learning curve in ARC and share some newbie tips and tricks. This is Sunday, January 13th, 2019, and you're listening to episode 35 of Offset Radio. What happened this week? What's going on? What's going on? So on a personal level, not a whole lot. Yeah, really. Really. Um, kind of getting back in the work groove, you know, getting After finally vacation. caught up from the, the from the long uh, sort of break of sorts and all that kind of stuff. And then and uh, that kind of deal. But really nothing super major. Yeah. You know, I didn't like get any new toys or anything like that. You know, nothing. So um, nah, that's good. Played a little bit of games, but we'll talk about that. Nice and nice and easy. Nothing, yeah, for the most part, chill. Nothing on my side either. Really didn't do much. Got around to uh, getting back to work and nothing. 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 We, we, same thing. We're just getting back into the groove, getting back into the new year. Just uh, work's picking up, so happy with that. And uh, just keeping on, keeping on. Okay, so nothing new in that front. What about uh, What about games? Okay, so board games. Oh, okay. We yeah. did do some board gaming yesterday. Yeah, we did. Not a ton. Not a ton, but we did get to a point where... I, okay, so I'm like I've, I, th- I think I've said this in a few episodes back. I don't have... I've never had as much of an emotional investment as, I, as I've had in this game. Oh, for sure. In Pandemic Easily. Legacy, you go through these... It, you know that real excitement that some of those big sports fans really get when it's a close game yes. or something like that? Yeah. This is our jive, man. This right. is I feel that. I, I can see that. That last game we played, we came out by the skin of our teeth. I did not expect us to to win that. Right. Did I like the way each one of our minds kind of work in strategy. And yeah. Like mine doesn't at all. And then <laughs> everyone else that's has not a true. Group. I don't. I we'll don't. be like, what if we do this? Oh, that gets us close. Oh, we can do this. We can do this. Well, that's you guys. And what I'm like, fly what do you want me to first, do? And then we do this. Oh, my character has abilities. And I'm like, how do you want to use my abilities? And then it's like, well, you're not going to get a next turn because we're going to finish it. And, you know, the, the current order right. that we end, we usually always win on one of our wives' turns. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think, because they're set up to be able to cure. Yeah, and a lot of times curing is the win cure, state. Yeah, good point. So if they are, you know, if if it was one of us was set up to cure, then that would be probably a little different. But mm-hmm. but they are the ones that can most easily exchange information. Right. Right. They're the ones that can most easily cure diseases. All I'm saying is I don't think that anybody I've played has ever been like the game winning goal for us. I don't think that's true. I don't. Okay, I, so uh, maybe that's true. Maybe <laughs> it is that you haven't had a I'm not saying a I'm game not winning goal, but you've definitely had things where we had to make it to your turn so that you could do something that prevents the loss, right? No, which I is agree. which is every bit as as valid. But I mean, like you know, you're that, valid. That 
that I know I I'm I can validate it's myself. It's okay, Big Papa. You. you can win these games too okay. if you I want started to. something stupid and now you're going to keep going. Me? Yeah. The chances of Papa. that are not high. So when are you going to stop calling me Big Papa? I don't know. When you admit that you're a brony. No, I know that. Shut up. I'm going to come flying across this table. Look, I know that I'm not in, you know, I know that I'm important to the game. Oh, yeah. Integral to the game most Until of the time. You're, except when you're being a filthy traitor. <sighs> but go ahead. But uh, I, 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 uh, you know, you know that the prestige of winning that 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 two pointer after the buzzer, kind of oh, like with the sure. cure yesterday. Sure. We're like, I don't there, really follow there, football, boom, boom. but I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, don't worry, I'm cool. I'm... Please go on. No, I'm fine. I just hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. Um, Why's your vein popping out? Don't worry about it. I got to But but we all. But that was just a nail biter. That last game. Oh my gosh! The fact that we had to like strategically pull out and go. Oh, I know what's going on. I know <laughs> strategically that. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I said pull out. I'm sorry. Strategically. Strategic. <laughs> strategically pull out for the win. It was just a nail biter, and it was so exciting, and it was so much fun, and I'm glad we're doing it. So, like, what we have a potential of maybe four games maximum if we lose. Right. Left. Right. We have two months left. So we finished October. We have November, December. Mm-hmm. So. At the rate that we're going, we have two games left. Two games. Right. Maybe. I mean, worst case scenario, games we have four. like rounds. <laughs> um, Which would be better there? I, they, they're, it, it would be uh, games, probably. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the whole thing is one long game broken up into sessions. Sessions. But so we most have... of our sessions are more than one game. I don't know. It's a good question. So oh, just the semantics of that. It just seems. I think it's probably in the book. We could look it up. <laughs> but there's uh, a lot of new stuff in the book too. Oh yeah, yeah. built our own rules. We well, did no, build we rules. Yeah. We got guided along, which is why I don't think you should label me a traitor because it was the story that got the guy as a traitor. Oh, I understand why you would think that, and I understand that an argument could be made for that. However, that would take something away from the experience. Mm, yeah, it would take away the joy of that you we get bugging the shit out of. It's me. not just me. It's everybody. No, no, it's everybody playing. Everybody loves the fact that you personally were a traitor. I'm just never going to admit it. I know, because you're a traitor. I'm a virologist now. True. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. We still haven't found uh, patient zero. Patient zero. We found the immunologist. We did. And the virologist. And the fact that we haven't found patient zero yet. It's a problem. Is, uh, I think it's Because we need that original DNA sample. Yes. Yes. We need to go get him. We need, or her. Him her. or her. Either one. It's an it now. It's an it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, probably so. Well, anyway, so we played some Pandemic. Yes, we did. Pandemic Sorry. Legacy, more specifically. And uh, I'm excited about finishing it. Yes. Really, really, really excited about finishing it. I'm always excited about finishing. Uh, yeah. No, I, I understand. It's weird, though, because you wouldn't think you'd be that excited not having that much time to build excitement. Um, yeah, so but this is the first time it's been, like, you know. Drawn out. Drawn out. <laughs> nice, long, good sessions. Okay. Good. Finishing should be great. Good for you. Um, So, Epic Games. Uh, What about them? They gave away a cup, or we're giving away a copy of Edith Finch. That's interesting. I mean, like, as new as the store is? Uh, Sure. I'm just saying. Like, what are your thoughts on that? I love it. Did you get your copy? I didn't get my copy. Why not? You asked me, and I didn't get it. You should. On Steam? Epic. Oh, on Epic. Right. I'm sorry. Epic I'm not paying attention. No, no, I don't think think I've even set up my Epic account fully you've played Fortnite. yeah i know just log in 
Just log into Fortnite and go buy Edith Finch? You log into Epic Games. Oh, I That's thought how I log- you log into Fortnite. Well, how do you get into Fortnite? Oh, my God. I'm going to... I don't really understand how to help you because you're the, not trying. So, do, which, which is it? Where, where, who's selling it? Fortnite or Epic? Who's selling Edith Finch? Why would Fortnite be selling what remains of Edith Finch? I don't know. Maybe you go to a store and buy it when you you know show up at... at Traded Llamas? Tomato Town? No. I am obtuse. So it's free until January 24th. Just go get it. Okay. Go to Epic uh, Games.com. Right now? No, not now. Oh, are we busy or something? I, I, yes, we are busy. That's I don't the answer. know how your wife puts up with you. I have no idea either, but I'm very thankful that she does because it allows me to be this. <laughs> okay. So we have a couple of questions eyes from the community. Yeah, we do. Uh, we got a question from Toast. Toast. He says, with <laughs> God of War being the example of a successful reboot that changes pretty drastically, can you think of any games that a switch in genre or gameplay would help reboot it? I think another example of that is uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider? That was a big reboot, big change. Another big change that's coming is going to be, um, what you call it? Hmm. Beyond Good and Evil. Beyond Good and Evil. That would be Beyond a big change from the original. Beyond Good and Evil 2 is going to be a huge change from the However, original. However, that's not entirely a reboot. What do you mean? It's not a reboot. It's as much of a reboot as God of War, don't you think? I would... I would. Okay, good point, yeah. God of War or Tomb Raider. It's the same IP in a very different way. Tomb Raider would be a reboot, in my mind. Okay. Right. Starting back from the beginning, God of War was not necessarily a reboot. You know what oh. I mean? It's not like rebooting the IP completely. It's not like saying, here's the origin story of Kratos. This is Kratos after he killed the pantheon of gods from one place and went to another place to kill the pantheon of gods. But when you reboot a computer, you turn it off and for a period of time and back on. Okay, come and on. Pick you up know what the definition doing. of a reboot is, right? Right. So I'm asking, like, so you're telling, you're basically saying that his question is, is flawed because God of War wasn't rebooted? No. Okay. It, no. The, the, With the God of War being the example of a successful reboot that changes pretty drastically. So you're saying that God of War was not a reboot? It, not necessarily, no. So he's so his question a, is flawed. Is that what you're saying? So you're you're I'm calling just him splitting stupid. The hair. Is I'm that not what you're calling Toast stupid. So why I don't understand oh why you insult my no, friend that I, way because he's he's asking us a, a good question and you're making fun of him. And it's Can just, we get to the question? The question is, with God of War being the example of a successful reboot that changes pretty drastically, can you think of any other game that a you, switch you in genre how, or gameplay you, you just would tell help me if it's a reboot. It. Tell me it's a reboot. With God of War being a reboot? Okay. Okay, cool. So we're, it's we're a on reboot. the same page now. We, we all agree completely that God of War is a reboot. Oh my gosh, I'm going like, to... I don't understand why you're getting mad at me. Huh? I don't understand why I'm friends with you. Okay, that's valid. Okay. So... So okay, let's let's figure out what a reboot is. I mean, so a reboot I would say is something that completely reboots the IP from an origin point. Okay. So something so like, like the a Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, it rebooted Laura Croft. Okay. Whereas there was already something like that. You know, there the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is a reboot of Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Okay. And then Tom Holland, you know, that kind of thing. It's a reboot. You just you're it's a completely new session with new information, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Whereas God of War, the storyline was still there, but the way they did it was really good because they didn't really play completely on the fact that he came from the Greek gods. Well, right. No, he did, right? But yeah. he's then visiting. And now he's in North. N- right. 
And so, but it's so like, like Tosa saying, it's such a drastic change. It's basically a brand new game. You don't have the blades. You have the giant flying ax, you know, that right. kind of stuff. You don't have the blades at first. You don't have the blades. at Oh, spoilers. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, my point, is, that's my point is that it is basically, it's enough of a drastic change to be considered a reboot. Okay. Okay. But his question is, can you think of any other game that a uh, switch in genre and gameplay would help reboot it? So, Mad uh, okay. Max style Horizon. What? Mad Max style Forza. Oh, uh, okay. Well, first <laughs> off, what, does, what would we call something to help reboot it? So if we look at games that need that boost, Forza's not one of them. No, nah, yeah. Right? And so, no, I, I know. But my point, though, is that a game like uh, Beyond Good and Evil, mm-hmm. I, feel like that's a, I feel like that's a big reboot, like a change, because it's a dramatically different style of game. Yes. And you could almost argue that it is resetting the story because it's a prequel that's the, sto- uh, the f- earlier story. Oh, okay. Right? So I don't know. I don't know how to. Maybe. That's actually I feel like we're getting really bogged down in the semantics. (laughs) We are. Right? But if you look at a game that really is successfully rebooted or that you think would be a successful candidate for a dramatic change in style, what would be that game for you? I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm trying to think of popular games that, you know, they've got those games that you just can't touch. Okay. You know, you can't change Halo. Okay. Okay. Can you change Minecraft? You can't change Minecraft. Okay. It needs to stay blocky looking. It, it needs, needs to, to stay, stay exactly the way it is. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, this may be subjective, but I, I kind of believe that a lot of people agree with that. No, I think that, a lot of people do. That yeah. there's some games you just can't touch. You can't reboot. What about Mario? I don't know. Do you feel Odyssey was kind of like that? Or do you think... Because, no, because Odyssey is real similar to Mario Galaxy. Yeah. But, but all of those are 3D game where Mario Brothers was Super Mario Brothers was a uh, side scroller for a long time right mm-hmm. side scrolling platformer and now it's a 3D platformer right so are you saying that I that's think an that example was of a reboot don't you think when, reboot when that that cha- like what was the first one of those what was the first was it Mario 64 yeah the 64 Mario that's the first time we got 3D Mario so was that a would you call that a reboot that's a dramatic change in in gameplay yeah and it doesn't necessarily follow a a written timeline story yeah okay whereas i mean you can have as many youtubers make a series make a make a series on theories and all that kind of stuff about how it fits into the timeline like the zelda one but maybe you're right well okay so Mm. so having said that what what would be one for you that you would like to see that i guess happen to i don't know i've always been very content with uh, with games yeah i struggle with it a little bit because it's hard for me to say um, I feel like this one would be served better if they only did it my way, right? Yeah. Instead of their way, you know, that's almost like their way is not good enough. They're, they don't know what they're doing, those silly developers. Hmm. Maybe The Witcher was a racing game. Wow. Okay, yeah. Joke. Mad Max Just style. Mad Max style racing game. <laughs> Mad Max know. style Witcher so, game. Like, okay, let's, uh, an older game. Um, I think they said they were bringing back Twisted Metal. Okay. On PlayStation. Cool. And, you know, that was one of the first, like, Battle Royale, well, not Battle Royale, but one, like, the first driving deathmatch games where you could just load up rockets and stuff like that and go and blast someone else from there. Other games, like, on 64, there was Vigilante 8 and other th- games like that. Okay. Like a Mario Kart. Right. But I not. Think, 
but those were very much just, yeah, like a Mario Kart. But with those, they were kind of arena battle style, like you drove around a city and found somebody driving past you and blew them up. Okay, sure. Whereas, like in Mario Kart, you get the gear, but you're still on racing. Maybe Twisted Metal could be more racing, a little bit different with the rockets and stuff like that. Because I I don't know of any game right now that's kind of like that. Huh. Load up weapons, blow someone else in front of you, other than Mario Kart. There was a PC game forever ago that was a racing game, and I cannot for the life of me remember what it's called, but I remember playing it at my aunt's house. She had a, a lot more powerful computer at the time than I did. Mm-hmm. And she was she had this game. Oh, man. It kind of reminded me of the racing scene in Ready Player One. You know what I'm talking about? Have you mm-hmm. you've seen Ready Player One? Yeah, yeah. You know, the race uh, early on where they get the first key or whatever. Oh, yeah, the, the copper key race. Yeah, so that scene where it's just wild and crazy, there was that style of race game. Oh, that it was sounds a PC awesome. game, and it was really cool. It was really fun. Now, it's entirely possible that my memory of it is not exactly oh, yeah. true, yeah, no, I get right? true to life. But it was one of those games where uh, just crazy stuff happened. Yeah. And I would love to see a... It was a track racing game, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're on a track, but the track was just crazy. So it'd be interesting to see that. Another one that I'd be, I think would be cool mm-hmm. is uh, Road Rash. Remember the old Road Rash games? Oh, yeah. Where you, you're on a motorcycle and you've got a chain or a pipe or whatever. You can beat someone on the side. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'd love to play a new one of those. That'd be fun. Wait a minute. Didn't we do a show on something that's coming like that? I don't know. Did we? Anyway, I don't remember that. Yeah, there's a new motorcycle game coming. Oh, cool. Oh my gosh, my memory's blocked. Anyway, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll so pin, put a, pin a in good that. reboot game. That that's a good question. I don't really know. Yeah, that's actually a very good question. Uh, let's turn it back to you guys, the audience. If you have anything, let us know. Yeah, what do you guys think would be a really good reboot game? Reboot game, something that might something that might it might be advantageous for it to change its genre or gameplay. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good question. Maybe Fortnite could could be could less, make some changes. Be less, be better. Yeah, you know, make it less like Fortnite. Maybe. Yeah. Of course, I don't know what advantageous would be. It's already like the most popular, most money making game in the world. I know, and that blows whatever. my mind still. Yeah, I know. I, I don't understand the appeal, but I understand. Like, you know, good on them for making that or whatever. No, no, I I understand the appeal. I think that I I totally get the appeal. Do um, you? I do. I really, really do. I Bright get the colors, simple graphics, very cartoony, a lot of people on drugs. Really intense, um, really deep building mechanic and really, really deep strategy because of it. So it changes the, I mean, the verticality is such an integral part and the building is such an integral part to the combat. I guess I'm looking at it from a shallow It's just point. A crazy. It, it's a very, very good game. It's a really well done thing. Actually, yeah. And it's, you know, I was going to say hashtag unpopular opinion, but that's not really fair. Yeah. Hashtag unpopular adult opinion, maybe? Okay, maybe. But I don't even think that's fair. There's lots of adults <laughs> playing it. So, um, so Legally Chuck adults. clarified his question for us. Oh, he clarified week. that question from, okay, okay. Yeah, so he said, to clarify my earlier question, I know that players can be anywhere and join a multiplayer session by logging in. The question is this possible even if players are using different platforms, PlayStation, Xbox, or PC, or using the same brand of, or is using the same brand of console required. Is multiplayer mode handled or hosted by the game manufacturers or are third-party entities that provide this service regardless of what platform gamers use. So I think he's asking about like cross-platform gaming. Right. Right. And there's a bunch of ways that that can be, that, that can kind of happen. Yeah. There's a bunch of avenues you can go to get to that point. Currently right now, the reason cross-platform is so big is because all of the multiplayer, the online platforms were handled by the manufacturer of the console. Right. 
or buy the service manuf- or the service vendor on PC. So like if you're going through Steam or Battle.net or something like that, those who, those are the ones who handled it. That's why there's such the division there. Yes. And now we're getting into the certain, you know, blurring where you can offer service like Epic Games where you can offer these cross-platforming services. It, it's very interesting. There was a theory a long time ago that eventually we're all going to be playing on the same black brick box and then we get to just pay Xbox or we get to just pay PlayStation and that's the service that we log into from Yeah, the you were standard. talking about that recently. So it, it was a it was a nice fun theory that we ran through process. like we we ran through at work and I was like, I don't know. I don't know how that plays in sure to like say hardware competition and stuff like that. Or eventually everyone's on the same hardware, but now you've got to sell the services. And the services better be damn better than anybody else so that you can pick one individual one. But if they're if they're Netflix style services, I'm going to pay $10 a month. I can have all of them. Yeah, I don't I don't know how it's going to work. It's going to yeah. be interesting. I think that personally, and maybe this is a bias opinion based on my past experience, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that that if there is any terrible teacher of the future, it's history. Mm-hmm. Like history is the worst example of how to learn about the future, right? right? Um, because I mean, it's just, it just is. It's like saying, uh, you know, on a roulette wheel, well, the last three were black. This one has to be red. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm. Not not really. It literally makes no difference at all. It does not change the statistics odds of the next roll, even a little. But so when you it's it's it it's interesting, but maybe my bias is saying this, but I really think there's gonna be hardware involved all the time. All and the I think time. there's gonna be a race for hardware. And and by all the time, I mean you know, for the foreseeable future, right? Um, we're gonna see still hardware battles. So you mean at least in our short lifespan? Yeah, yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, so for the foreseeable future, for for like us, mm-hmm. I think that for the next, I think we're gonna have hardware for a while, hardware battles for a long while, mm. and part of that is because they're the companies need to find a way to differentiate themselves. Yes, and I don't know how they would do that on a purely service level, right? Right. So I, I don't know. I just I foresee it being I foresee it being uh, hardware. There's still being hardware involved. So to answer a little bit more about the question, there's a lot of ways that it can be done and cross-platform is something that's being pushed and it's being pushed partly by, uh, it's partly being pushed by Xbox, Mm -hmm. right? It's partly being pushed by Microsoft rather. It's partly being pushed by Nintendo on it really, which is weird, right? So there's a couple of games, Minecraft, Rocket League, Fortnite. There are some Mm. games there that you can cross-platform play with, you, you, you could have a match in Fortnite of people on Android, iOS, uh, Switch, and Xbox all at the same time. Yeah, all NPC, mixed in. Right, all mixed in. And I don't I don't know if that's the case yet. With, is that, I mean, is this question saying who's handling that? Right, so it, it, there's a lot of ways that it can be handled, right? There are some things that are, are uh, cross-platform and some things that aren't, obviously. Sony seems to be holding out still pretty hardcore on that. I think mm. they've come around. They come around they, a little bit. I think bit, yeah. they've they've given in on some areas. There is a couple of games that you can play PlayStation and Xbox together, aren't there? PUBG. PUBG. Yeah. Um, a notable exception that you cannot play. I say exception because it's part of the rule, but a, a notable one to me is Minecraft. Mm-hmm. You still can't play Minecraft with your PlayStation. With your PlayStation friend, and that's super weird to me because the the it, it should be easy. Like it should be, mm, yeah. it should be something, it just seems like a very strange omission. Yeah. And, and I think the point is, and, and 
uh, we we had an article a while back, and it really discussed. It just says that they they want to they want to hardcore differentiate themselves. They're trying to use their service to differentiate themselves, right? So that your experience with an Xbox player, you don't notice that there could be something better or there's something different, and hmm. you know, interesting. Because that I that that little that little tagline that you know online experience may vary, right? You know, not, no no one reads that. Yeah, you know, if I'm going to play cross platform with you on your PlayStation with Fortnite, or sorry, on your PC with Fortnite, while I'm on my controller or on my console, it, you know, there shouldn't be any difference. Oh right. my gosh! But you know, but that particular tagline's for also you know ratings. You, know, you may sure. say a naughty word or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a big big part of it. I so, just use that as an example. Like um. Another, and this is kind of interesting, it's not just fragmented by hardware either. There's some fragmentation even further down than that. For instance, the ARC server that the 16-ounce guys are hosting mm -hmm. that we've kind of joined in on, that will allow PC users or yeah. Xbox users unless you got ARC from Steam. If unless you bought ARC on the Steam store on your PC, you can't play you're on just that hardcore server. PC. Huh? Right, you're just hardcore PC? No, you're Steam. Oh, your Steam only. You cannot play on that PC server because it doesn't support Steam. Or more specifically, Steam doesn't support it. And uh -huh. so if you were like, it's, it's just bizarre, right? And and it's all about, I think all of it is about money, right? So Where I, they're trying to, to control hmm. the flow, that flow of money. I've right? got a predominant PC player, friend, brother, family yep. member. Uh -huh. And I was going to try to get a mark. Get him Arc. But I get can't it get the, it through Steam. Not through Steam. I guess I gotta go find where I can get it. Yep. Just get it. Anyway. If you have, if he gets um, Game Pass, he can have it. Game Pass on PC? Well, Game Pass on Game Pass. Because Game Pass is, oh, yeah, is on Xbox, right. but it's a Play Anywhere title, so play you can download it through PC. Yeah. So, I don't know if that answers the question specifically, but for the most part, it's going to be handled by a by the developer or by the, their servers, right? Yeah. Which is why I get so bent out of shape whenever I hear people complain about pricing because these servers are expensive. Oh, yeah. Right? And when you hear people complain about the price of a game and then in the same breath, they're complaining about loot boxes or they're complaining about other DLC that's paid, you're like, come on, man. Yeah. Games cost more now to develop than they ever have before, right? And so unless you've got this this multi-platinum quote unquote, you know, whatever they call it, where yeah. you have sell a crap ton of games, unless you sell a ton of games, it's really hard to make money selling video games. So it's, uh, it's really, really, really important. Oh, I agree. The, the money get in there somehow. So that's a, it's a good clarification on that question. And then he had another, uh, another question and it's specifically for you. Okay. He said, bear, you're shipwrecked on a tropical Island, food and water and abundant oh, supply. The only other person on the Island is Chuck. How long until you smash his phone with a coconut for sending another tropical island question? Chuck, <laughs> it doesn't take long. Hopefully this tropical island has very big rocks. <laughs> and the phone's not only the one thing getting smashed. Oh, you're also going to smoosh his head? I can smoosh his head and I can use his bones for tools. Ooh, his, that, would help. His, that would work out well for everyone. I could dry out his organs. And use them as either cooking materials or 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 your your intestines as rope. Wow, I hate. This took a. But why would you do this to me, Chuck? Took a turn. Why? <laughs> Desert island questions. How long does it take me to smash your phone? Not long at all. 
Okay, so that Not answers that all. question. Probably, probably a very minute thing. As There's soon as you sent the text, on the, and I saw on the it. NES games thing for Switch Online. Actually, yeah, and it's a very short list. They that's added, all that's on there. That, that's it. They they added Zelda two and Blaster Master, and I've never played. I don't even know what Blaster Master is. I've never heard of this Zelda two thing. Zelda two. That is okay. So Zelda two in the whole series of Zelda games, right? Because you're Zelda actually a Nintendo a, guy, right? A little from bit. Then. From then, yeah, from back then, Zelda two is like the weird one. It's like the weird one that no one talks about. Like you remember the, you remember the. Have you ever seen the gold cartridge NES Zelda, the original Le- the okay. Legend of Zelda? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone played that. That was that was epic. Okay. And then everyone kind of moved to the Super Nintendo uh, Link to the Past. Uh, Zelda Two was like just it was just different. Hmm. Okay. So, but it's 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 cool that they put it on there. Maybe we should go and uh, give it a play. Sure. We should do that. And then Blaster Master. Which, you know, hopefully is just a Nintendo game from the past, not... Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to make so... it weird. <laughs> Did I make it weird? I made it weird. That's okay. Now, here's what's interesting, and this is th- this next subject is the one that I wanted to talk to you the most about. Metacritic says Xbox sucked in 2018. Did they, or did they say that the games, the exclusives released for Xbox? Right. Because there really weren't weren't any exactly they were saying that because if you look at just the exclusives on their own um playstation definitely had better exclusives even even nintendo had better rated exclusives sure and i'm like yeah sure the point of the article was that they that xbox the only exclusive that they really had was forza horizon 4 the only high rated exclusive right right um one of the quotes that they said in there was Microsoft failed to offer a compelling case to pick up an Xbox one rather than any other console in 2018. Okay. I think that's valid. Okay. If you look at only one metric, if you look at the only one, if you look at only the only exclusive games. So if you were to look at it and say, I am going to only play exclusives on the console of choice that I pick up. Right. And that's the only thing you cared about then you would probably buy a PlayStation gotcha. between the two. If you wanted the best experience overall, that might be a different story. Right, right. Adding so, in the, the multiple just, other variables into it. Yeah. They also released, and, and this was the end of, of 17, of course, but they also released the most powerful console in the world. Yes. Right? It's, it's in many, many ways outperforming the PlayStation, PlayStation. Right? In, in performance and in a lot of ways. So I just don't, I think it's a bit of a, it feels a little clickbaity. It does. And here's the thing. The article is not, it's the article is not specifically from Metacritic. It's actually from like Verge or something like that. Yeah. But, um, well, the, so the article's there and they used data from Metacritic. Right. To come up with this. But they were also said in there that, you know, although while what Metacritic is saying is 100% accurate, it's also unfair. So the quote goes on to say, a true Xbox One exclusive doesn't really exist anymore. Right. While Microsoft's first party releasing all games on both Xbox One and PC. Well, that's not exactly true, but most games. Most games. Yeah. So, but still, I mean, you're, you're trying to say here, because if you look at it, PC had 33 games that, that made more than a 75% on Metacritic. Right. Uh, <clears throat> Switch had 10, PlayStation had 13, Xbox had none. Had none that even like even Forza Horizon Four did not make a seventy five percent on Metacritic. But are we sure that it doesn't mean exclusives? What was the Metacritic rating for Forza Horizon Four? I didn't pull it up actually. Well, I'm kind of curious if they're specifically saying um, exclusives. 
Hmm. Because that wouldn't be listed as a, yeah, that's a 92. So that yeah. would definitely be, it's over 75% for sure. But, the but it's also my, not an exclusive. But it's not an Xbox exclusive, technically. Because it is also on PC. Right. And Switch. So, so huh? Yeah. So it's just not. <laughs> break <laughs> it's my coming brain. to Switch. Stop, stop sneaking. Shut up. Okay, sorry. You wish. I don't. Why not? Because. You don't want to play Forza while you're driving her down the road? Not really. Um, road trip. Two road trips at once. Anyway, so that was my point. I mean, I, I don't think Xbox is actually aiming for exclusivity. Not whenever you include PC. Yeah. Why would they? I mean, with Play Anywhere titles and stuff like that, I mean, you can... It, it, there, there's a, there is a difference between Xbox and Microsoft right now, still. Sure. But, I mean, their entire gaming is Xbox. So some PC games that come out that are only available with Xbox, they're still Xbox exclusive. That's why, like earlier, I was talking about services. You build a mm -hmm. service, you go to Microsoft, you get a game. You go to Microsoft and get a game, you're getting an Xbox game. <clears throat> Or a Windows game. Or a Windows game. Game for Windows. But it's Microsoft. That service is paid for. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, I, just, I don't know. I think that I think that to say that Xbox didn't do well in 2018 is, is not exactly true. I think right. they had a stellar year. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, it's, I, thought, I, just, I thought the article was interesting. So, mm -hmm. definitely worth kind of bringing up there. What is this? this what's, what is this uh, Battle Royale mode that you're... Gun Rush. Gun Rush. Okay, 32 players. 32 players. Uh, it's v so so they did, they did have a Battle Royale mode. Red Dead Redemption 2, mm -hmm. or Red Dead Redemption Online, had a Battle Royale mode when they first came out, but it was very simplified. It was like primitive, like knives, bows, that kind of thing. And it was oh, very okay. slow. Did you ever play it? I didn't actually play it, but mm -hmm. I, I saw someone else play it and got a couple of reviews from it. They're saying that that particular game mode that came with Online was very slow, very tedious to play, and it was kind of different um, yeah. from most... I'm shaking my head like that makes good radio. Yeah. Yeah, shake your head. Just... But they're saying that this new mode that's come out with a new update, it is very much like Fortnite. It's very much like PUBG. You right, have a sure. shrinking arena. You have to gather weapons. You're just kind of dropped into a location. I don't think you're parachuting because, you know, it's the 1800s. But Maybe you're uh, gliding? Gliding like you fell off of a, a big cliff and you're just kind of yeah. gliding in. Yeah, maybe That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Anyway, I don't know how it works. Is it live yet? It is. I think it is. Yeah, with within online beta with the new update that's yeah. coming or whenever the well, update hits. Okay, so we don't know. I don't, don't have know no idea right now. Yet. I haven't actually gone. Oh man, now I just realized I'm not. I haven't been in Reddit in a while. I know. I know. <gasps> it's because you've been making me play that other game. Oh, I have. Mm -hmm. Are we going to talk about that other game? Oh, we're going to talk about okay, that other game. So there's uh some some other. Is there other Red Dead stuff? Uh. Yeah, and this was actually very interesting. There's another article that we found. Rockstar is great. Sure. I'm in love with Rockstar games. And to show how great they are, they, they pushed out a Red Dead Online beta update, and they pushed out a GTA. Okay. Well, oh, that sounds like it's good for everyone, right? Sure. However? It's making Red Dead Redemption... I know, it's making people question Red Dead Redemption Online. Okay. Well, so question it in, in the playability, question it in the fun, or question it in like the potential of it. M maybe the potential more. This okay. particular article is talking about um, the limitations of the time that Red Dead Redemption was set. Right. You know, like in, in, in GTA, you can 
pretty get pretty outlandish with the weapons that you can design and have and build and, and oh, things yeah, like that. For sure. And you can go that over the top crazy with like flying DeLoreans and all that kind of stuff. And then you have the the race modes where you're flying through the sky and your vehicle transforms and all that kind of stuff. And that that works for GTA. Mm-hmm. That's fun for GTA. Oh yeah. And I, I love that part about GTA. But it, it is, is fun. it's still crazy over the top, right? Yeah, it's crazy over the top even considering the modern setting. Exactly. Right? How would you feel if you were riding around on your horse through town and then you jump through this flaming hoop and your horse automatically or just suddenly transforms into an airplane? Like a little, like like a a little wooden biplane? Yeah, or something. It just seems <laughs> like a... It would be very strange. I, I don't know. I mean, that's the question. The the playability and, and the way that the, the time is set or the time setting for the game itself. Right. Are you going to stick more purists to the 1800s or are you going to create, you know, online modes that people may want to play where your horse is not a horse, but it's a unicorn where, right. you know, and you get flamethrowers or like you said, you jump through a hoop and change into a biplane or something like that. Or worse. A rocket. A rocket. Something completely outlandish for, for the time setting. Rainbow colored time llama. Period. Yeah. Did you hit with a pickaxe to get candy? Llama pinata. So, hmm. But yeah, I mean. So, I, it, there's a ton of new crazy weapons, like you said. Like yeah. rocket launchers and all kinds of like just outlandish stuff in there's something there called the Widowmaker. Okay. I love, I love that name. That sound, that, see, the name on that could be something in... Red Dead. Oh, yeah. You could have a, a, a big rifle. I mean, it's the late 1800s, which means you could definitely get a hold of fully automatic weapons. Absolutely. You can. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just don't know why. I don't know. It's a great question, and I'm not real sure which direction they're going to go. Because you you feel like they would need it to be true to time, like you said. And see, I, I actually posed this question to you, Prime fan, last night. What do you think? And, and being more of a purist, and I think you're in the same mindset, being more of a purist and set to the past and stuff like that, you don't have that modern time setting that GTA has. Sure. That you would want more of that. You would want more to stay in the realm of, you know, I've got my single fire shotgun, my bolt action rifle, and I'm going to walk on foot and all the way, you know, that kind of stuff. You mm-hmm. know, stay in the cowboy, cowboy mindset. Sure. I would. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. But there's got to be, and, and that's kind of what I'm saying, is mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that it's probably going to stay a little bit more confined mm-hmm. in in mind scope, if you will, right? So it's going to be, I believe, probably more, um, more to the time, right? And I don't think they can get away with the same thing, the rocket-powered bicycles and the... the teleporters and you know that kind of stuff you can't imagine arthur morgan with a fully semi-automatic weapon fully semi-automatic. <laughs> so the, the the big black scary bang stick the, the big black scary so, boom stick. anyway i I'm, that's going to be illegal soon anyway so yeah well um <sighs> sure let's why did i yeah i don't know why you had to go there i'm you're sorry gonna, gonna i just wanted riled. i just wanted to see if you if it triggered you you're gonna get me riled oh um, you know what else gets me riled What's that? Divorce, man. It's uh, always sad. It well, not always. No? No. Sometimes sometimes two entities when getting separated are healthier apart. Healthier apart. Than together. Right. And I think that's gonna be true. I think so too. I do too. Um I really think <laughs> I think that you're gonna I think you're gonna flourish. Hashtag me too. I think you're gonna flourish without me. And Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Oh, I thought you were divorcing me. No. Oh. 
you were not dissolving this whole I, little hell endeavor? Hell no, man. I love what we do Okay, here. okay, 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 okay. Oh, gosh. So, I just thought that's the... Did you already have thoughts? Is that not where you have were you going? Have you been having thoughts? No, no, no. I just thought that's where you were going. I don't want you to leave me, man. We need to work through our issues if we're going to do anything. Okay, or, or so, not, because it makes good radio. So, when two... No, <laughs> I don't think we have enough time to work through your issues. My so issues? The, the, um, You're a mountain of problems. When we, when we talk about splitting up a massive entity... Mm-hmm. Um... There's some good, I think, that can come of this. Oh, yeah. I think that there's some good that can come of this in the way of less money, actually. You mean out of my pocket? No. I mean, fewer people. I think that, honestly, fewer people will buy the new games. Really? Yeah, I do. Because here's what I think is going on. And and uh, okay, what we're talking about, just so that everybody knows, is that Activision has split itself, or I'm sorry, Bungie has split itself off from Activision. It was, it was mutual. So, Sure. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of background. Bungie was owned by Microsoft and they bought basically bought their freedom from Microsoft and took the um, took the IP for Destiny with them. Right. Right. Or and then they they took their they they basically bought their freedom from Microsoft to go do something else, signed a ten year deal with Activision mm-hmm. and I don't think it's actually been 10 years. No. But they they have split off from Activision. They they feel like they're large enough to do their own publishing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that's probably going to entail is I think we're probably going to see a Destiny 3 pretty soon. That may, well, that would make sense too with Forsaken being the year 2 for Destiny 2. Yeah, I think that I think that we're going to see a Destiny 3 sooner than later. Okay. And I think that it's going to be uh a little bit less cash grabby feeling. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a lot less accessible to, to casual gamers. I think it's going to be a, a lot less casual gamer friendly because one of the biggest things about the hate about God, I keep saying halo about the destiny universe was how great it was for hardcore gamers and people who are just pouring themselves into destiny mm-hmm. all the time. And they really, much to the dismay of lots of hardcore gamers, they dumbed it down considerably with Destiny 2. Yeah, for rookies. And it felt like uh, they were just trying to go after the largest audience possible. And I believe that that was an, you know speculation, right? But I think that was driven in large part by Activision. And uh, so, yes. And so I think that with, uh, well, with Forsaken, they have kind of focused back in on the hardcore gamer, right? Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. They have. And I really think that moving forward, they're going to be a lot more focused on the hardcore gamer. I think that the whole, what is it that you buy in there? Glimmer and... Yeah, Glimmer's the, the in, in-game, in-game currency. currency that you can buy for real dollars. I think some of that's going to change. I think the Eververse store, it might not go away, but it's going to be something different. I, I think they're not going to feel quite so... Mm, I just think it's going to be different. So I, I you think they're going way. for prestige? You think they're going for the more focused group on on heavy gamers and Probably. saying, "Look, we're going to be this 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 fascinating game now, which is only better for us." Oh yeah, for sure. Which means we're going to get way better content out of this. Yeah, but it might be less <clears throat> revenue for them. I think so. You think so? Yeah, but they won't be they won't be driven solely by the revenue numbers. I think. I think so. Right. And I don't think you put in there, um, Bungie holds publishing rights for destiny, mm-hmm. right? Bungie Both holds. committed to, to a smooth handoff. 
Uh, Blizzard and Battle.net is going to stay. So yeah, they're Activision's gonna stay. Battle.net and or Blizzard's Battle.net will stay there for all the players who are playing on PC, and it'll right. be, you know that'll be fine. But that means that very likely that at the end of the Destiny Two IP, when Destiny Three comes, that's going to be gone. You think? I think so. They might consider Activision the the Blizzard Activision relationship. It's it's might not be there anymore. Just like with what you're saying. They may turn their heads to focusing on more people, if uh, other than getting their own uh, PC playability like Battle.net. I think personally that, I don't know, do you think they'll do distribution through Steam? Do you think they'll do distribution through the Microsoft Store for Windows players? Do you think, what, do you, what's your, what, do you, what is your theory on that? To, to maintain PC players? Yeah, well, they're obviously going to continue to maintain PC players, I would imagine. I, I would say probably going back to the Microsoft Store. It would be very difficult to not have, because Destiny 1 was not on PC at all, right? No, it wasn't. So Destiny 1, not on PC. Destiny 2 being available on PC. For them to go into Destiny 3 and not have a PC, not have it available at, on PC at all would be uh, yeah, in something, it, right? It would be a step backwards. Well, I mean, it would be something. And it would be something frowned upon, at the very least, by PC players, right? Yeah. So um, I don't know. That's an interesting thought because how do you think they're going to do distribution there? Mm, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean... Yeah, like the two options, like for Steam and Microsoft. I mean, those are the only ones that I could see that they would would do. Right. I mean, Not Microsoft. In the Epic Store. <laughs> Maybe Epic Store. I, I don't know. You, you so you don't think it'll it'll distribute through Battle.net? I don't think it'll come back through Battle.net. No. Okay. Unless unless that's going to like stay in part of that ten years that they were supposed to be there. They. I don't remember them saying ten years for Battle.net. Yeah. No. So I don't know. That's um hmm, interesting. It's, I don't know. It's going to be kind of interesting to see how that plays out. Now, well, tell me about this NetEase. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to go into that. This NetEase, the Chinese company, mm -hmm. they were talking about that last year. I don't remember hearing about that. You don't remember hearing about uh -uh. that? I don't either. Is that and who so, does distribution in China? It might be. For them? Hmm. Interesting. They, they would be a company to look into. Maybe that is something that is um, more likely to keep PC players in. In China. Hmm. In China? In China. Is that even here? China? NetEase Games of North America. It's a Chinese company. Huh. Chinese Internet Technology Company. NetEase. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about it. That's the first I have... Maybe not the first I've heard of it, but it's definitely the first I've thought about it. <laughs> so, uh, that's interesting. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I am still an obligatory Destiny fan, and oh, I, sure. still like, I still like Bungie. They're, I mean... With anything, I wish there were some things that they did differently. But, you know, let's put the past behind us and let's see what the future holds. And cliche saying here about that thing. Sure. No, I get it. Yeah. And, and I, I agree with that because I think it's going to be, I don't know, I, I think overall it's going to be a really good thing for, for Bungie. And I think it's going to be a good thing for Destiny. Right. So, anyway. So, did you want to talk about something that's... That's well balanced. Yeah, like a like a a sword. You make yeah. a, you make a sword well balanced at the right moment. The difference between the blade and the hilt and feels good in the hands and yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sounded weird, but um. So balance in gaming. Balance in gaming. So for newbie corner, yeah, because we we've talked about balance a lot in yes. the past, and or we've at least kind of mentioned it in the past. We said the word. Probably. Very we, likely, considering sure how much we, we talk. Sure, I'm sure we have. We talk a lot. So, oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, much 
to the dismay of, of others, I think. So, um, love you, Chuck. I guess they could just turn us off. <laughs> they could just block us. Sure. Why wouldn't they? Anyway, balancing in a game. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the idea of balancing. So the term kind of gets thrown around, but what does it mean whenever you balance a game and how does a game, how does a game balance? What does that, what does that mean to you? So to me, a balance is, it can mean several things. It depends on the genre of the game. But most of the time, the balance is the balance is your ability to, let's say, level up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Versus how difficult the game gets more. You, you like, okay, that's a form of balance. Sure. Yeah, that that's one. That's what comes to my mind first. Like you, as you progressively level up, like I think Assassin's Creed's got a new leveling system, and as you mm-hmm. progress, your stories actually level up with you to a certain point. Okay. So it stays in this point where the playability is not too hard, not too hard, not, not too, too easy. easy. You're not, you know, just choking through and being OP or so for balance for me in a gameplay standpoint, that's kind of how it is. You are, the game stays with you as you progress. Okay. And it just kind of, you carry that along. And there's other forms. So that of would be like a balance. That would be a balance in a single player type of game, right? There you go. So if you're playing a game where, um, I don't know, let's just say you're stranded on an island and you're trying to to kill dinosaurs, okay? And oh, okay. you have. I thought we were doing another island thing. Oh no 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 no! Yeah. Sorry, this is a good island. You're gonna get it, Chuck. So you're stranded on an island and you're trying to kill dinosaurs, right? Right, and all the dinosaurs around you are lethal, like super kill you in a heartbeat yeah okay and you're and so that feels very hard it's daunting yes and then as you progress and level up let's say you turn level two in five or ten minutes of gameplay and then all of a sudden you as a level two you hit the dinosaurs once and they die so so there's a mismatch there there's an imbalance in the game right right in a multiplayer game if you were to think about two teams let's say two teams of five um and you all have the same same rifle, same run speed, same height, same draw distance, everything. Okay. Right? So there's two teams of people, 10 people total, same guns, same running, same everything, one map. You drop on opposite areas of the symmetrical map and you go and fight. Right That's how a yeah. lot of games were for a long time. Yes. Right? You've got, and, and that was easy because it's balanced because everything's the same. Now, if you have people who start in the middle of the map and then people who start. So let's say one team starts clustered up in the middle of the map and one team starts spread out all around the map. That's one way of changing the balance of a game. Right. Right. Then you also run into things where, okay, now let's go a step further and let's say this character can run twice as fast as any other character, but it takes them half a second longer to reload every time they reload. So they're t- they start to, the more you increase these variables in a game, right. the harder it gets to balance it from the developer side, right? Yeah. So we talked about the, um, what you call it, the little orb guy um, in, uh, was it in uh, Quake, through, or Quake Arena? Oh, yeah, Orby. Or yeah. Little orb so the little guy. orb eyeball guy, he was like super, if I remember right, he was super fast, had one big gun that fired really fast or something, but mm-hmm. everybody was different in that game. So that was a hard one for them to balance. And I remember them, you know, I remember people saying, well, this one's broken. This one's, this one's a lot faster or this one, whatever. Mm -hmm. So whenever there's a dramatic imbalance in a game, it makes the game not really very fun because if you're, 
if you're just stomping the floor, stomping yeah. everybody into the floor, that's not fun for you. Yeah. If you're just getting stomped all the time over and over, that's not fun for you either. Right. So look at a game like Overwatch. Okay. That there one you go. Good is example. So hard to balance, man. They're constantly tweaking it. Constantly right. changing every little thing most, here and there. Most MOBAs like that in general, yeah. Yeah, there's just a nonstop tweaking, and it's so hard. But imagine yourself on a team, right? You've got this developer team of a couple hundred people, and you've got 15 or 20 characters, and you're trying to balance all of this out. Okay, well, that's fine, but you never would have thought about the way that this other player is going to be. You never would have thought about another team getting a Farah and a Mercy right. together and playing them together off of each other in a way that those two can just wipe the floor with every other team. Yeah, right? you can put Diva in Mercy, and Mercy can continue to 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 health up Diva, and Diva's Diva's a tank and just blow people out. So just that two man team goes through and does that kind of thing, right? And then they have to figure out how do you counter that team, right? What's the what's the balance? What's the um, <laughs> the antonym to a Diva? There you go. Good right? point. And is the antonym to a diva a tracer that can move around and get behind diva real fast and be able to deal damage from behind? What's right. the what's the right? And so they they really have a lot of interesting thought that goes into how to balance a game, yeah. and it's a never ending deal. So what I, I kind of had an idea of a question for you: mm. What do you think is a good example of a game that feels imbalanced? A good example of a game that feels imbalanced? Yeah, that feels like it wasn't balanced well. Like is so there like like in a multiplayer mode like we're talking? Yeah, kind of. Because what would be so everyone plays this particular character because they're so strong, for instance? Because to me, that would be a good example of a not very well balanced game. Uh, well, I mean, most MOBAs are kind of like that. You know? What do you mean? Well, I mean, so I've got a league player that lives with me, and it's another one of those MOBA examples where they're constantly tweaking everything that's going in there. So when they sure. introduce a new character or something like that. It always comes out, you know, either it's way underpowered or way overpowered, and they have to gather the data of how that player interacts or how that that avatar in that tune acts with the other ones on the field. Sure. How those abilities. They just introduced a new player into League where it can the player can or the character can actually steal the ultimate ability from someone else. And yeah. it's a targeted attack. And but you can't it, it doesn't work necessarily with all the other variables that go into the playing the game. So it's very strange how they get it to work. An example of a game that I've played that feels kind of unbalanced. Yeah. I I haven't really seen because people strive for that to keep their audience. I haven't really played much things. Like Destiny is one of my biggest multiplayer games that I've played. I get into the Crucible or, or Iron Banner and stuff like that, and they have different modes like Crucible, which is just, you know, non-ranked, get in there, play all that kind of stuff. Right. And then they have things like Iron Banner or Ranked or something like that, where sure. you bring in everything that you've ever put into the game. And you've got some super heavy soldier guy who's played the game, who has the best stuff and goes into the Iron Banner and just mops the place up with people. Right. Whereas me as a rookie or someone who just doesn't play often enough gets into the Iron Banner and I'm squished sure. all the time. I'm not sure about an individual game, but certain game modes, ranked, Iron Banner. No, but okay, that makes sense. But that's a that's a an imbalance because of character progression. That's not an imbalance because this character in the game is more powerful than all of the other characters in the game. Right. So can you think of a game where um, one character just seems to win over and over and over because they are so much stronger than another? Master Chief in Halo. Okay. <laughs> uh, in the single player story. Sure. He's just so, so strong. But, 
Okay, so you can't think can't, of a good example I can't really of think of one that I've ever game. played that was imbalanced. At okay. least I've never been in tune enough to notice it. Okay, How about that? that's fair. I would argue, I think, that a lot of games probably feel like there's a huge imbalance when you're new. Hmm. Star Realms, for instance, right? And I know oh, it's not God. a video game, but it's the same kind of thing because it's a it's an asymmetrical game. And we can maybe dive into that at some point, but it's a game where the two or more sides or factions are not exactly the same. They mm-hmm. play differently where it feels like the blob, for instance, is way overpowered right. because they hit so hard and they hit so fast. So that is an example, in my opinion, of a game where it feels like you can't, if you're playing as blob, you're going to win every time until you learn the game more deeply. Right. Yeah. So you might feel like I'm going to play as diva every time because diva is so overpowered. Well, that might be the case if the people you're playing against don't know how to defeat Diva. I feel like you're dogging on my strategies now. What do you mean? I always play Blob and I always play Diva. But that's then that's great. And that's a, that's a valid style, obviously, that you like. But that doesn't mean that you're automatically going to win every time. No, true. Right? And so there is a balance there. It just feels sometimes like the val- like it's not balanced until you learn the other side. Right? Okay. So it feels like an imbalance sometimes I think even if it's not and a lot of people are very quick to jump and board gaming is really a good uh, a good example of this because you'll read on forums and stuff sometimes people are like this game is broken because if you do this every time you're going to win and that might be the prevailing thought until somebody else comes out and says actually if I do this you won't ever win with that strategy here's my counter here's that antonym to that particular thing that 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 balance I, I think that balance is a very difficult uh concept to kind of grasp whenever you talk about an asymmetrical game or a game where people have different abilities based on the the class or character or race or whatever they're using what about uh, like like a very a bushnell style game that allows you to get in and as you progress into learning having star realms is a very good example okay um and yes the blob is very hard and very very uh, very fast and you can you can get someone's authority down really quick. Right. But you've got to, you've got to play it that way. You've got to play it fast. Whereas, excuse me, phlegm. But whereas like on some of the other ones, you have to have the the strategy Mm -hmm. of, you know, recycling your deck. You have to have the strategy of building up your authority or putting up shields, bases and stuff like that. When you get to a certain point in the game and you learn that strategy, aren't, aren't most games like that? Uh, well, I think there might be a curve there because it might there may be some games where people feel like it's imbalanced at first when they're first learning mm-hmm. and then it feels like oh, okay, if I do this, I can ba- I can ba- balance that out. And then later on as you get into deeper play, there may be if you really distill it down, there may be an imbalance in an area that's very hard to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And board gaming I I think is a really difficult one for that because you can't just can't just put out a release note to patch it right you can't just you can't just download a new um power deck or whatever right yeah you can't buff and nerf and stuff there's there's some some changes in rules minor things like that here and there but if you've got a printed hard copy of a game yeah they can't it's hard to hard to uh just change those all at once if that makes sense so that makes sense um i don't know does imbalance make you a better player can imbalance make you a better player well what do you mean well, like, you know, you get something like the blob or diva's impossible to kill. And so 
you can't just diva versus diva all the time. Maybe you're diva versus tracer and trace. You find a way to play tracer in, uh, into a complete disadvantage for v, uh, for diva. Sure. Like those, those MOBA type games there, there are obvious antonyms to the other person. There's obvious op- opponents that can go in and stop the other person. Yeah. Yeah. And, for sure speed versus power all that kind of stuff destiny in, in like the destiny crucible it was very hard to stop a titan when the titan got moving when the titan got mobile and enough momentum behind him it was very hard he could just clear out a room okay sure that makes sense but if you're strategic enough with say like a, a warlock or something like that and a sniper rifle and you stay out of the way and you just make sure that you you your aim is true you could knock a titan down easy yeah. So I'm saying like you, you make those kinds of changes and see what happens. Yeah. No, that makes that makes sense. So um hmm. So we just heard some noises. Yep. <laughs> like we got so some noises. There's uh what was I gonna talk about? What was I gonna say? I think I think balance is really hard, to say the least. Right? Yeah. It's something that is that I want to say that everyone strives, every developer probably wants their game to be balanced, right? But uh, they don't, because otherwise, do you think an imbalance is always broken? No. Okay, so you don't think that just by it being imbalanced that the game is necessarily broken? Okay, do you remember a game, the, the Evolve game? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, like four humans versus one big monster. Yep. It's definitely seems like a major imbalance, but okay. your team versus one and the one is huge and completely powerful. Mm-hmm. That seems like a major imbalance, but I really, when you split it into team versus team, monster team versus human team, you have just a different strategy. Right. Yeah. No, the strategy there makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, so I'm not sure about it being imperfect. Game balance is a fun topic. Um, I'm glad we got to kind of dive deep into that. If anybody has any suggestions for Newbie Corner, hit us up. We'd love some uh, some more stuff that we can really kind of do some some digging on and really brain burn on a little bit. So, um, but the other thing that I really wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. because uh, I may or may not have drug you into it, dinosaurs kicking and screaming. Is uh, is dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. And I know we alluded to the the desert island thing, and I know that's your favorite thing to talk about. But I just realized that you know, I just realized that we're on a desert island. And... <laughs> does that but bother the, you? No, the only thing I bring to the desert island is 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 uh, is my fecal matter. So you don't even bring that. You produce it. Yeah, with stuff that you find on the desert island. My ability. So Chuck, you're stuck on a desert island. All you can do is eat food and shit. And build things. And build things. And kill dinosaurs. Out of the yeah. and tame dinosaurs. <laughs> I guess that's about it. That's it. That's and the kill end of people. the that's the end of the scenario. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? What do you, what do you you build shit. And and take a and take a shit. Okay. So I uh for anybody who doesn't know, I know we talked about it briefly, but you wanted to talk about it some more. Oh yeah. So you've played some more. I have. And we talked last week Kinda about hooked. teaming up with the sixteen ounce guys. Yeah. And by teaming up with I mean they're letting us use their server, right? <laughs> um, so you have to you have to change to primitive plus mode. Yeah, and I want to run down through this real quick for anybody who wants to get in with us and join. You in your game, the main menu in the bottom right hand corner, there are two game modes. Right, there's Arc Survival Evolved, and then there's Primitive Plus. Primitive Plus takes out all the tech stuff. Yes, 
and it adds in a whole bunch of other things in the primitive realm, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to change over to primitive plus. You're going to change the drop down in the and then you're going to go hit join server. I'm sorry. And then you're going to change the drop down in the bottom corner to show. Uh, I think it's show unofficial PC servers. Yeah, unofficial PC servers. Unofficial sessions. PC sessions. Something along those lines. Make sure you tick the box for um, password protected servers to show up. Yeah. And then go to the very top of the screen and search for 16 outs. Just 160Z. No spaces or anything. Right. Hit search and the 16 ounce um, server will pop up. From there you'll hit join. It is password protected. The password is Cheers. Capital C. With a capital C. And then you can join in and have some fun with us. Oh, yeah. So shoot us a message. Come over to the Discord. Let us know. And uh, we got our own tribe. And uh, we'll tribe up. We'll get you over in the tribe and, and all that stuff. So it's kind of fun. We what, made... what all of you have you you've been enjoying this? Oh, gosh. You're yes. giddy almost. I am. So I, I don't know, man. I. It's just great. I did not think I would like Minecraft at all. Yeah. Right. Um, I didn't think I'd like Ark. I thought it was stupid. I didn't. And to be honest, to be fair, some of the some of my uh, potential concerns with Ark are, were valid. It is a little bit clunky. It is clunky. But once you get once you get used to it, uh, you'll 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 be fine. Right? It's you'll not so clunky that it's completely unplayable. No, no, no. It almost not at seems all. like it would be a benefit to use mouse and keyboard. You know. Speaking of, yeah. Um, Otter tried that this morning. Mm-hmm. He got on PC this morning. And uh, switched back. I went over back to over to Xbox. Oh, okay. So I don't know the details of exactly why. I didn't get to talk to him about why and kind of what made that thought process for him. But he did switch back to uh, back to Xbox. So, yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. Very interesting to, to go from mouse and keyboard to... But... Um, oh, while we're on the, the subject of clunky, real quick, and just throw this out there for anybody who's who tries and listens. The game actually works really well. Once yeah, you get yeah. in and play it... It's it's pretty solid. There's not like game breaking glitches most of the time. That kind of deal. I will say though, if you are having a hard time joining, say for instance you've been in a game and you get out of the game and try and join back in, if you're having a hard time joining, I found that quitting the game, just hitting the Xbox button and then hitting the menu button and going down and quit game, you know, quit arc or whatever, and relaunching it fixes my problem a hundred percent of the time so far. So, so far. if there's yeah. any issues like that, just quit the game and relaunch it and it'll work again just fine. So um but what were you gonna say? What do you what's your favorite thing about Arc? Narcotics. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. I meant in the game though. Oh uh so no that like one of the biggest things that I've noticed I mean gathering resources you're you're doing in, uh, inventory for resources you're getting that all together just mm-hmm. like you would do in, in say I don't know Minecraft sure get this stuff together to build stuff and you know you don't you don't have a crafting table that you have to build or something like that but there are elements like that like a mortar and pestle or a fire yeah. on how to cook your food it's yeah. just it's there's there's forges and smelting tables and that kind of stuff the so. the fire or sorry the survival aspect of it is actually really cool because you do you have food that spoils you have to yeah. gather wood and you can use your wooden stone tools only for a certain period of time until it completely weaks out right. and, and and craps out on you and then you can repair it but um, it's very much a survival game. We've, we've built a little thatch hut and, you know, on the beach and a raft to get us mm-hmm. around a little bit. And, <laughs> yeah. but we're also, we've also got a lumber mill and, uh, a drying rack to keep a preserving rack to keep things preserved. But the fuel for the drying rack, you have to constantly make new fuel for the, and keep it. Stoked. I mean, it's about a hundred or so this morning. So we've got some, oh, so we got up, enough spark, a little bit of spark power yeah. stored up. And I need to go down. We can actually go down. There's a couple of uh, deposits right there off the ocean. 
and to get some oil if we want to go and try that too. <gasps> Yay. They're just right there next to the... Okay. But they're big cliffs. Did you know that you can make oil from seeds? You can like grind and yeah, oil Yeah, you can oil? make um, like cooking oils. Oh, see? Okay, cooking yeah. oils. Right. Come on, man. What Crazy, other game right? do you have where you can grind down seeds and make cooking oils out yeah. of it? Other than real life. Yeah, the game of real life. The game of life. So, dinos are dinos suck. Oh, I tamed my first uh, dinosaur today. Was it a dinosaur? It was, and I I tamed my first dino, dino, and I am feeling a little bit op. I yeah. gotta tell you, yeah, because yeah, it follows me around and gathers up berries with me, and oh, uh, nice, yeah, and stuff like that. And now I am probably unstoppable. I have two dinos in my collection. Um, what species of dinosaur do you have? They're extinct in real life. So, but, but well, most dinosaurs are, yeah. So anyway, there it's fun. <laughs> I've got two of them. What, what I'm do gonna you make got? Some, huh? What what animal do you have? What species of dinosaur do you have? There, it's just the cricket. funds that. It's, why you don't have to put me on the spot like that? You have two I giant turkeys crying. You, you, you have dodos, but, they, but they're dinos. You're trying they're my to friends. You, you're you got. They're my friends. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. <laughs> You've got two turkeys that are following you around, a male and a female. You're trying to you're trying to make eggs for the tribe, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, yeah, they do gather berries for you, don't they? Yeah, I think so. I think they're that they will harvest with you, um, mm. which is kind of cool. Kind of cool. You've got. I had to shoot them with a trank dart, and then <laughs> you shot them with a feet. You have to. You, sh- you have to trank them and then feed them. Feed but you them, just punch them, them until they until they. I mean, I, you, okay, smaller you can, dinosaurs, you can just punch them unconscious and then tame them. I think there's a difference. I think that. I, I really think that if it, you, the more damage you do in getting them unconscious, the weaker your bond and stuff gets. And I think that there's more to it than just you need to get them unconscious. That's the, you know, state B and then tamed, right? I think there's more to it than that. Really? Yeah. So I think that there's, uh, I don't know what they call it, but I think that there are stats involved. And so I did. I, you know, thunk, trank dart, you know, trank arrowed him. And uh, it's clever because you know how when you eat berries that make you, uh, that add to your, I think it's torpidity, Tor- that make torpidity? you that make you tired. Oh yeah. Um, I think that if you have ever noticed, if you eat too many of them, you'll get you'll get tired. If you stop eating them, that will kind of go away and you'll be fine. But if you continue to eat them, you'll pass out. You'll faint. Mm-hmm. Have you done that? No. Yeah. So if you eat the wrong kind of stuff, you I, will I, get you will pass out. I avoided the narco berries. I understand. There are several <laughs> different types of berries that will add to your torpidity. Oh, there's just other berries out. that do that? Okay, that's cool. Including the narco berries. <laughs> right, narco berries, I think, are the strongest. They're just the potent. I think so. And so, but if but when you make these narco, when you make trank arrows, you yeah. uh, shoot them and the bird will walk around, he's injured, and then then his torpidity will hit, be high enough for him to pass out. And you go up to the bird or, or, or dinosaur or whatever, right? And you uh, can tame it by feeding it. While it's passed out. I tried to do this with one of those other ones. Which other one? Uh, one of the like fin guys that has the big razor fin on his back, I think. I think it was. The spino? Not the kind that was eating us. The the, the giant spina dinosaur? No, 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 no. No, there's one that that, try, that doesn't try to eat you. He's another herbivore. Oh. But he, um, or herbivore, whatever you call it. Herbiderb. Yeah, he's another herber. But he, uh, he ran off. Right when I shot him with a trank arrow, mm-hmm. and I got like five or six arrows sticking out of this guy, and he still wouldn't pass out. So I think what I might need to do is is bolo him first, mm-hmm. and then trank him till he passes out, and then try and tame him. Okay, but you have to watch it because if they start to wake up, you need to trank them more. Yeah, you need to give them more. Yeah, narcotics. Yeah, in the form of an arrow. 
Yeah. You can just actually feed them narco berries. Instead what? of shooting them in the head. You can? You can? Yeah. Have you done this? No, I, I just, I watched a YouTube video on how to tame. Oh. Yeah, you just put more narco berries into there and they stay asleep. Okay, so it's you trink them first. Yeah, trink them first. Get them on the ground. Interesting. Okay. Saw a guy do it with a parasaur. You did it with a parasaur? No, I saw a guy. Do oh, it saw a guy do it. If I had a parasaur, I wouldn't be on that island anymore. <gasps> That's so rude. You would leave me? Mm-hmm. That's mean. Yeah, I'd, I'd be up in the. I'd be up higher in the island, finding a nice little place to, you know. Anyway, no, the game so, is really fun. Yeah, you've got all those particular aspects of it. You can tame dinosaurs. You can build huts. You can chill on the ground. Maybe die a lot. You can die a lot. Mm-hmm. We still haven't figured out what to do with like the the dead implants that you get from your yeah, from your cold corpse. Yeah, you can use if so for PvP. You mm-hmm. can use them as like trophies and stuff for kills that you've made and that kind of deal. But oh, there's okay. not really uh, something you do with them yet. Okay, well I'm just gonna start hooking them out in the ocean. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Don't throw your poop anymore. We have a compost bin. Oh really? Yeah, I've been just throwing my poop in the ocean. Yeah, I know. But don't do that anymore. We have a compost bin. And we have also, a... don't, obviously, and you know this, but um, don't throw away your spoiled meat. Yes, yes. Yeah, we have yeah. to have that to make narcotics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you do. Jesse, we need the spoiled meat. What? Oh. Nothing, don't worry about it. Are you Walt? Yeah, I'm Walt. Okay, so I don't think that's a line from the show, though. No. <clears throat> anyway, it's, so. It's not for them. Yeah, you're, you're, you tame these dinosaurs, you do the stuff and have the fun and. It's, it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's nice to just sit and do. It's nice to just put sit and put some time into it. Strange glitch. Mm. You're standing in the game right now. Am I really? I'm yeah. not asleep. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where I'm standing right now. In the corner in the building. Oh, I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're not. It's not like you fell and you're leaned against the building. You're just standing upright. Creepy. Yeah, and Kenna was too, but she was standing outside, so I drug her body into the. Thing, so that was, was interesting that you, I found out you can just drag bodies, anything, yeah. any corpse that's laying down or sleeping or something like that. You just drag them where you want them and uh-huh. then beat the crap out of them. Well, I mean, you can. Oh, interesting <laughs> thing. You can um, harvest meat from uh, your own corpse after you respawn. Yeah. Did not know that. Not sure how I feel about that. A little disturbed now. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't feel. I don't are feel you good. icky? I'm a little icky now. Yeah. Never doing that as a rule. Really? Yeah. Huh. As okay. a rule. It's funny. You have the ability to I do that kind of thing. I have a new goal in the game. To eat only Mm-mm. your flesh? No. Mine. To secretly feed you your own flesh from one of your bodies. Are you hungry, buddy? I got some cooked meat. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Oh, weird. Because oh, there, there are some... Uh, there are some IRL equivalents. No, no, there's no, there's not. I would not do that to you. <laughs> you wouldn't cut flesh, flesh off of me and feed it to me? No, 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 no. I would not in real life feed you something like that. Gotcha. But in the game. But in the game, anything goes, huh? I mean, pretty much. I'm going to throw my shit at you. You do that already. I don't. I throw it out in the ocean. Okay, that is a bucket of vomit. I did accidentally eat Triceratops poop the other day. Accidentally? Yes. Ew. I meant to hug it, it out in the ocean, and yes, it made me sick. It cut, it like cut my health down in half. Gross! Because I ate a you know a <laughs> basketball sized turd of Tyrannosaurus poop or Triceratops crap. That's that's funny. I just misclicked. Oh, that's that's kind of easy to do. So the the biggest thing that bugs me about the the UI is accidentally taking everything out of a storage. Mm-hmm. Because um, your bumper buttons that normally switch tabs, the right bumper will switch tab from your inventory to crafting. Right. The left bumper, though, is the button for take everything out of the storage container. 
And so there have been multiple times where I've hit the left bumper trying to switch tabs because they're so on the left hand side of the screen mm. when you have an inventory of something open you have your own inventory on the right hand side of the screen is the inventory for say the storage chest or the uh, bookcase or the box or whatever it is right. right well at the top of your inventory there's two tabs there's inventory and crafting the right bumper switches to the crafting tab right the left bumper doesn't switch back to the inventory tab Mm-mm. it takes everything out of the box that you're looking at how many times have you done and that? transfers like three times really yeah, yeah it's just irritating it is it's a little bit i, I just you know i feel like there are so some how do you design switch back decisions forth between crafting and you have to go up to it select it with your left stick you don't just hit right it. bumper again no that's I don't Silly. think so. Will right bumper again switch it back? I don't know. To inventory? We, I mean, we're, this is how rookie we are. Yeah. However, <clears throat> speaking of rookie, I was on mm. the server the other night with uh, some of the 16-ounce guys. Yeah. And I explained to them, you can manually poop. Oh, right. Yeah. And they didn't know that. <clears throat> they didn't understand the whole constipation thing. Yeah. So you have, your, you have your health bars down in the corner, and if your food bar seems to kind of gray out a little bit, right. it means you're constipated and you need to poop. Ah, so you won't just poop on your own. Yeah, well, I mean, you will, but that's because your body has to instead of you just, you know, uh, hey. There's got to be some negative, though. So if if you didn't poop on your own and you need to poop, what's the drawback? Oh, like if you're in that constipated yeah. state, your your health does not regen as fast. You, you know, you, uh, your hunger goes up faster. Your, hanger, you your hunger as... goes up faster. Your water goes <clears throat> up faster. Yeah. Or your thirst. Interesting, right? So, so you told me hmm. about moving a whole stack. Just holding down the A yeah, button and just to move a stack from one side press, to the other? Man, long press, man. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't realize you could do that until you mentioned it. Yep. So that's good. I did learn yesterday that you can hold the Y button down when you're resource gathering to gather all of the resources from Yeah, and that. just walk through and just... No, you have to let go of the Y button every plant. But you know how when you walk up to a plant, you have to hit Y like five or six times to get everything off of that plant? Mm-hmm. Hold it down for that plant. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Just go to each individual thing and just hold. Right. So you're pushing hold. Y a thousand times instead of 30,000 times per gather. Is it the same thing with the trigger when you're using the things? You don't, you can don't just know. hold the trigger and it. I don't know. For it, what it, things? It is. For what things? Like when you're harvesting from a tree. Oh yeah. No, you can do that for sure. Yeah. You can, you can hold the trigger, right? Yes. Okay. Did you, do you hold the trigger? Every time. All yeah. the time. Do you hold the Y button? I do now. Okay. <laughs> so now that a, I know that that's a possibility. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It's interesting. But there's uh, a couple of apps that I would recommend highly. Do- oh yeah, the Dota the, decks. The Dota decks is one. And then there's another one that I found that gives you some other information too, and it's really kind of neat. You remember what the, that's called? Uh, yeah, the, the Survival Evolved Companion. Companion. Yeah. 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 Survival so, Evolved App Companion. What I think is cool about that one is, let's say that you're wanting to to build up a uh, a hut. Mm-hmm. Right, and you know that you need ten walls, five, four sections, fifteen foundation, whatever. Right, you can go put all of that into that uh, companion app, and mm-hmm. it will give you a breakdown of all the parts that you need, all the materials that you need. Right, right, which is really cool. That's so you great. can go do your gathering and stuff. Great and for plan crafting. that way. Yeah. Minecraft had a bunch of apps that are like that. You could just see what the recipe was. Right, but. This one's, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, there's a much more of an appeal here for me right now because it's realistic-ish. Yeah, no, no, sure. Yeah, and, proto-human, uh, yeah. realistic-ish. Crazy monkey humans. Yeah, it's fun. So I, 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 love, I love it. I'm very excited about it. Oh, I am too. So any, uh, it, what we'd love to see is for more people to join us. If we get enough people, we may end up um, 
getting our own TOC server. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say we may we may end up doing some clan PVPing with the 16 ounce guys. Oh, yeah. We, we talked about do doing some of that. Um, I think we that should do stuff. that. Well, re- no, we definitely shouldn't. Not what? yet. Like what? You don't want to get waffle stomped every 30 seconds? No, not yet. <laughs> so if we get enough people, maybe we can maybe, maybe we can do some of that. It was Toast saying something about uh, if you see a guy flying on an eagle over your hut, that's me. I'm like, okay, you have an eagle. You suck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they've got some cool stuff. I actually went but over. But they didn't and know how to manually poop. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I went over and saw their base, and kind of he picked me oh, up and you? took me over there, and we went. I went down inside the thing, and you got to take me there. They've got. I can't take you there. They have to take you there because if you walk up to it, you'll get obliterated. They've got these pl- giant plants that are just that spit poison at you to kill people oh. that approach their bases. Gross. So you'll be you would get murderized trying to get in there. So can we get close? Mm-mm. Do we know where it is? Uh, no, huh? I mean maybe like coordinates wise. Maybe, yeah, it's on the map. I think. I mean, I think I can probably look and tell you. But um, so anyway, I, I think that's kind of what I wanted to cover today. You got anything else you want to talk about? No, man, I'm actually really good. Right, that, well, I mean, that, yeah, wanted to get that out there that we love Ark. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, oh yeah, we're talking about Ark because um, Char's asked in the live chat, and uh, for anybody who who doesn't know this, we are live every Sunday morning at nine a.m. Yep. Come and hang out in our Discord where you can listen in live and, and uh, talk and all that kind of stuff. But thank you guys so much for listening. Shout out to all of our Patreon um, subscribers and Patreon supporters, and we appreciate you guys very much. Yep. All right. Everybody have a great, great, uh, great week, and we'll see you next time. Peace the fort. Peace the fort. Bye-bye. What are you doing under the table over there? Shaking a bottle of water. Okay, okay. Making sure that's all you're doing because I heard sloshy noises. Um, I don't think it would have been picked up though. No, but I think it would have been gated out. It was distracted. You ruined it. It's distracting. No one would have even noticed. Oh, jeez. Okay, that felt that felt here. Yeah. Anyway, that's the noise he was talking about. It's just it's what you're doing under the table. I was trying to do it where it was like quiet and and away. Okay, have you guys ever shaken a bottle of water? You know, back and yeah, back and forth. You know, but he's doing that under the table, across from me, and I'm making eye contact with him. Your eyes deeply. (laughs) Call me daddy when you do it.